Welcome to episode 16 of the Dose of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Huber. Thank you for taking time to listen into the show. Today, I start with a shout out to an incredible man. Adrian Washington is a new supporter of the show on Patreon, and I'm so grateful for the meetings we've had connecting on Teams, as well as his Adrianisms, which are delightful bits of wisdom that often stop me in my tracks at the moment they're delivered. I write them down so I can come back to them and reflect on them further for additional meaning. Adrian, how I appreciate your support of Dose of Joy. Now, today's episode is a hugely helpful one, no matter the kind of cancer you're facing, so I'll dive right in. Today, I want to share information about the cost of cancer, including some terrific resources that can help you. According to a blog post on the CDC, Centers for Disease Control website, in the last few months titled The Cost of Cancer, a cancer diagnosis can affect life in many ways, both for people with cancer and for their families. In addition to the many physical and emotional challenges, many people worry about how they will pay for treatment or what will happen if they aren't able to work or need to change how they work. Recognizing these costs for individuals and for our society is an important part of understanding the true burden of cancer. What kinds of expenses do people often have to pay for cancer care? Out-of-pocket costs are expenses that cancer survivors and their families pay for health care. This care includes prescription drugs and medical services, such as provider and outpatient visits, emergency room visits, and hospital inpatient stays. For cancer survivors with health insurance coverage, out-of-pocket cost is their share of the cost that is not covered by insurance, such as co-pays, deductibles, and co-insurance. Cancer survivors without health insurance or with limited coverage may be responsible for the entire cost of care. The economic burden to people with cancer is more than out-of-pocket costs. It also includes the time spent receiving medical care that could have been spent on a person's normal everyday activities. This part of the economic burden of cancer is called patient time cost. The economic burden associated with cancer care in the United States is substantial, both nationally and for individual cancer survivors. In 2019, the National Patient Economic Burden Associated with Cancer Care was estimated to be 
$21.09 billion, and that's billion with a B. This estimate includes patient out-of-pocket costs of $16.22 billion and patient time costs of $4.87 billion. The blog says they also found that the cost varied by age, stage at diagnosis, and phase of care. For example, out-of-pocket costs per person were generally higher among adult cancer survivors aged 18 to 64 than among those 65 or older. Among adults 65 or older who had Medicare coverage, out-of-pocket costs were generally higher for those diagnosed with advanced cancer than early-stage disease. While asking questions about costs like, if I'm worried about managing the costs of cancer care, who can help me? And who handles health insurance concerns in your office are some of the many questions I recommend you ask as a patient who's personally been there myself. I also know when you're facing cancer and dealing with emotions and modifying your life to accommodate treatment with possibly work and family, it gets so overwhelming quickly. The last thing you likely have right now is extra time and energy to research. So I've done it for you as your guide to cancer who's been there. It is important to identify your potential medical and non-medical costs. This information will help you adjust your budget, and it will allow you to seek financial assistance if needed. Creating a financial plan helps reduce unnecessary clutter and stress. This allows you to focus on your health and well-being. Have you heard the quote, failure to plan means planning to fail? So it's so important to make a plan. Now, your personal costs will depend on several factors, including the type of cancer treatment you receive, the length of treatment, the location of treatment, your health insurance coverage, and whether you have supplemental insurance. You will also need to consider the hidden costs of cancer. Specifically, costs of daily living may increase with long-term illness and treatment. Along with increased expenses, you may need to work less. As a result, you could earn less money. These are some of the different types of medical and non-medical costs you'll want to consider in your financial plan. Doctor appointments. This includes payments for care you receive at each doctor visit. Typically, your insurance provider requires you to pay a co-payment. This is also called a copay. It is a fee you pay for each appointment. Cancer treatment. This includes payments for care you receive during your cancer treatment, for example, each radiation therapy session or chemotherapy infusion. 
People participating in a clinical trial may have other cost-related factors to consider. The time span of treatment varies from person to person. Ask how often and how long you may have these costs. Medication. This includes payments for drugs prescribed during your treatment period, for example, chemotherapy or drugs to help manage side effects. One resource I want to point out here is a prescription discount card. These are worth comparing to the price of the medication with your insurance if you have insurance. A great resource is Optum Perks. Their website is perks.optum.com, and I'll spell that out. It's perks, P-E-R-K-S dot optum, O-P as in Paul, T as in tough, U as in umbrella, M as in Mary dot com. As of the recording of this show, they have free drug coupons with no memberships and fees. Their website says, Sometimes a prescription discount card is able to offer a better price through negotiation. You can choose which is right for you, your insurance price on the medicine or the prescription discount card price. I also located this resource from the American Cancer Society in a section on finding and paying for treatment. The Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America, that's P-H-R-M-A, created the Medicine Assistance Tool, or M-A-T, and their website is Medicine assistancetool.org to provide a search engine of financial assistance resources for patients. Now, the Cancer Society page, as it reads today, includes a scam alert, which says, there are people who call email, or go door-to-door who say they're with this organization and ask for money or personal information. PHRMA does not ask for money and doesn't call or email people. Contact them directly if someone does this to you. I did find a phone number on the Medicine Assistance Tool Contact Us page. It says, if you prefer or need to use your phone to search the Medicine Assistance Tool for support resources from the biopharmaceutical industry, please call 571-350-8643. And I called this number to check it for you as of this recording. Again, that number is 571-350-8643. Transportation and travel. These costs depend on where you are receiving treatment and how you get there. Examples of transportation and travel expenses include... Gas, tolls, parking, 
taxis or services like Lyft and Uber, bus or train fares, airplane fares. And if you have your copy of my book, Cancer with Joy, handy, you'll see at the bottom of page 127 in a financial resources section, resources including aircharitynetwork.org which is a charitable organization that provides access for people in need who are seeking free air transportation to specialized healthcare facilities or distant destinations due to family, community, or national crisis. Air Charity Network serves all 50 states, and its volunteer pilots utilize their own aircraft, fuel, and time to provide free air transportation to medical facilities for citizens who are financially distressed or otherwise unable to travel on public transportation. Air Charity Network members also coordinate flights to fly organ transplant candidates, people involved in clinical trials, chemotherapy, or other repetitive treatment, victims of abuse seeking relocation, families receiving help from Ronald McDonald Houses, Shriners Hospital, and many other charities, disabled or sick children to special summer camp programs, and for many other humanitarian reasons. Some people choose to receive treatment far from home. In this case, you may need to pay for lodging. A wonderful resource I located for this is joeshouse.org. That's J-O-E-S-H-O-U-S-E dot org. Now, Joe's House is not an actual house, but a nonprofit organization that helps cancer patients and their families find a place to stay when traveling away from home for medical treatment. Their website, as of this recording, also says some lodging facilities may still be closed or have limited services. They recommend calling the facility for the latest status. What Joe's House does is list cancer treatment centers and hospitals across the country with nearby lodging facilities that offer a discount. Although Joe's House caters to cancer patients, any patient, regardless of diagnosis, may use the lodging facilities listed. Up next, family and living expenses. These include costs of household upkeep and family care during cancer treatment. For example, child care, elder care, support for household tasks like cleaning and counseling. One resource I want to highlight today in this category is cleaningforareason.org. Cleaning for a Reason provides free home cleaning to patients battling cancer. When cancer makes life at home difficult, their trusted network of residential cleaners, cleaning industry volunteers, and community volunteers come together to support cancer patients and their families. 
So much to share that is valuable, but I don't want to overwhelm you too. If you're listening in while driving or riding in a vehicle, working out like pedaling on an exercise bike or running, or if you just have your eyes closed resting, remember the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page shares the specific links to the resources highlighted in this show to take you right to them. And you can also get them emailed directly to you when you support the show on Patreon. You're not limited to just listening to an episode once, so come back and listen to this again as needed. Caregiving, at-home care, and long-term care. This includes extra care a person with cancer may need. For example, hiring a person to prepare meals or provide transportation to appointments, staying at a specialized facility for extended nursing care, and hiring a home health aide. If you've listened to previous episodes, you may recall I've highlighted Road to Recovery before. See Episode 5, but it's worth mentioning again since we're covering transportation to appointments. I'll share the link to this on the podcast Facebook page, including the eligibility criteria, as their page says, Patients must be traveling to a cancer-related medical appointment, and other eligibility requirements may apply. For example, a caregiver may need to accompany a patient who cannot walk without help or is under age 18. Contact the program to find out what is available in your area and what the specific requirements are. It can take several business days to coordinate your ride, so please call 1-800-227-2345 well in advance of your appointment date. Again, that number is 800-227-2345. Finally, employment, legal, and financial issues. This includes costs of professional help with employment, legal, or financial issues. You can talk about managing or lowering your care costs with members of your healthcare team, such as oncology financial counselors, oncology social workers, case managers, oncology nurses, and your doctor. Now, while your medical team may be pressed for time and only able to address your medical concerns, the counselors, social workers, and case managers should be great resources for financial concerns. Working out payment plans is often an option to whittle down bills, so please don't get stressed out over large sums. Sites like GoFundMe are also commonly used to request support from friends, family, and sometimes even total strangers for medical expenses. GoFundMe's website currently says they're the leader in online medical fundraising. Their site is GoFundMe.com. That's G-O-F. 
F-U-N-D-M-E dot com. Cancer.net also states local service, volunteer, and or faith-based organizations such as Catholic Charities, Jewish Social Services, the Lions Club, Lutheran Social Services, the Salvation Army, and others may offer financial assistance. Some of these organizations offer grants to help cover the cost of treatment and other expenses, while others help with specific services or products, such as travel or medications. A social worker or an internet search can provide you with a list of organizations. Or set up a call with me through Patreon, and I can take my time to customize a list of useful resources for you based on your unique situation. Many hospitals and cancer centers also maintain a list of such service organizations in the community. Don't forget about these sources of assistance for those facing cancer outside of GoFundMe. Now, squeezing in another really helpful site is Benefits Checkup, which is a free service of the National Council on Aging. The National Council on Aging, or NCOA, is a respected national leader and trusted partner helping older adults meet the challenges of aging through services like Benefits Checkup. Benefits Checkup is a comprehensive, free online tool that connects older adults with benefits they may qualify for. According to the American Cancer Society's website, Benefits Checkup is an online resource provided by the National Council on the Aging for people age 55 and older who find it hard to pay for their medicines, health care, utilities, food, and other basic needs. Benefits Checkup helps you find state federal, and private benefits programs where you live. This resource includes programs in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. By answering questions about where you live, your income, and your medicines, this service can find drug assistance programs that might work for you. The website also includes questionnaires that search for programs to help with rent, food, housing, property taxes, and other needs. With that, I wrap up today's highly useful episode of Dose of Joy. If you enjoy the show, please leave a five-star review with positive comments wherever you're listening in. Also, tell someone you know facing cancer about this show so they can listen in and catch up on all the previous episodes they're interested in. Contact the show at doseofjoypodcast at hotmail.com. And don't forget to like the Dose of Joy podcast page on Facebook. As mentioned, I share links there to the resources shared in the show. Next week, I'll be covering 
Cancer in Kids, offering a lot of hope and help for those little ones facing a big challenge. And until next time, I leave you with my heartfelt wish for a joy-filled life. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna cry.